podcast. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. Second hour here on Monday morning. And good morning to you. It's it's 7 o'clock in the morning and it's still pitch black outside. And we haven't even hit daylight savings yet. So it's partially the time of year and partially the weather. It's uh, it's pretty wet out there. So just be aware of that if you're heading out for the day and you don't bring your umbrella. Well, you're going to get rained on. I actually have an umbrella for the first time in years. I don't, I don't use it. I went out and bought one so that I would remember to use it, and I still don't use it. I don't know why. I think it's more because of remembering it. But uh, maybe you are a much better person than I am when it comes to the umbrella, and you will need it today, at least here in the early going. And we're, we're looking at that throughout the course of the week. We're going to have some, some rainy time, but what can you do? We've had some really good fall weather, especially the last couple of days prior to this. So, well, I mean, I won't say yesterday. Yesterday was a washout. I was supposed to go cover a story, and it involved taking some outside photos. And I said, I think we're going to have to hold on. Because even if we get a break in the rain, they're not going to be the best photos. Uh, But hopefully I can get out there and get that news to you a little bit later on this week. But I did have the news over the weekend. If you missed the story, it's up at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, Apparently, the saga between... The Lizzie Borden House and Miss Lizzie's Coffee has come to a conclusion. At least, I would think so. If the judge, the same judge that's going to hear your case of a, a potential trademark infringement shuts down your request for an injunction against that business so handily as he did in this decision, I don't know how you go forward and say, well, we still want to have a trial. But I don't know that the judge will grant the trial based on what he wrote in that decision. But again, you know, you can check it out for yourself at WBSM.com. And on the app, we actually have not only the story, but in that story, you can click on a link to read the original complaint filed by U.S. Ghost Adventures, LLC. And you can read the judge's decision in its entirety. So you can uh, get it all for yourself. But uh, the story gives you a synopsis of what the judge said. I did reach out to U.S. Ghost Adventures for a statement I did not hear back. It was the weekend, so perhaps, you know, we'll hear something back today, and if so, I will add it into the story. Uh, But for now, you can read what's there and see how you feel. I just think that this is a case of, you know, people looked at this from a variety of perspectives, and it was very interesting the way that people came down on it, but the most surprising thing I think a lot of folks learned out of this is that you can own the trademark on the name of a historical figure. So the the Lizzie Borden House and U.S. Ghost Adventures LLC does own a trademark for the name Lizzie Borden 
in relation to hotel and coffee services. The judge just said it doesn't extend to calling, you know, to, to also saying something called Miss Lizzie's would qualify as that. It's just Lizzie Borden. But that means that you could go and you could trademark the name Abraham Lincoln in regard to hotel and restaurant services. So I, I think that that's a very interesting aspect of this. Uh, and that um, the, the judge looked at this from a perspective of nobody can own the history and is the coffee shop trading on the business that was built up at the Lizzie Borden house as, as the Lizzie Borden house owner claims or are they building up on the story, the historical story of Lizzie Borden? It made me think about a place like Salem or where, where everybody is, you know, witch something. Or in Gettysburg, say, where there's many businesses that operate on the idea of the, you know, Gettysburg and the battles that happened there. And so it shows that, yeah, you're right. If you extrapolate it out of Fall River... And look at in other places, you've seen examples of where this happens. But for some reason, because in Fall River, there there hasn't been a lot of other Lizzie Borden-related businesses, it's kind of new territory. So it's an interesting read if you want to check it out at WBSM.com and on the app. The interesting part not being my story, that's just the synopsis. I mean reading the judge's decision itself. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Good. Um, I know you always have a comment on when I call in on videos that I've seen on the internet, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you saw, oh, don't, you know, you don't put, you know, you know, don't believe the videos you see. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe this because I always see this guy. Okay. And he's, he's doing like firsthand accounts down at the border and he's, you know, he's, he has his cell phone and he's, you know, I, I'm almost a hundred percent positive that he's a border patrol agent or working with the, the agents down there. Um, He's literally walking the line of the board of the fence, okay, or, or wherever, wherever, what section of he's. I don't, I'm not sure what section he's at, but um, he's getting video proof of males my age, you know, thirty thirties, you know, low, you know, low thirties, uh, maybe uh, high twenties. You know what I mean, and uh, late twenties. But it's like. They're all saying, you know, he, he first first off he asks where they're coming from, okay. Uh, India was a big one. I saw a lot of you know, uh, you know, uh, Indian nationals, okay, coming from you know that that section of the of the world, and then you have um, Senegal. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um. Somalia was another one. Uh, a lot of like, I don't know if that that's that's like part of Africa, right? That that's yes. of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Nicaragua was another big one. Um, Haiti, Haiti was another big one. And he's literally, I mean, the video is like almost twenty minutes long, Tim, of him just going up to crowds of people walking, and there's all kinds of you know. Red and blue lights, you know, border patrol lights and stuff on trucks and stuff like that, you know, all around. And, and it's legit. It is legit. He's legit. He's legit at the border, right? And he's walking up to each group that's walking towards him. And he's just like, "Hey, where are you from? Where are you going? Okay, where are you from and where are you going?" 
And every single person, which, I mean, every single one that I heard either said, A, California, B, uh, uh, Los Angeles, which is in California, but they, you know, instead of just saying California, they're, they're, more specific, they're literally yeah. going, they're more specific, right? Uh, New York City, right? Uh, Chicago. Another one said New Jersey. They're all, but the but for the majority of them, they said New York City or California. Okay. Now, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what does. So they named the two most popular places that people from outside this country would be able to name. Well, I'm telling you right now, they know exactly where they're going. They know exactly where they're going because they're told that's where they're going. You think that, or whoever, or that's oh, what absolutely. that's what or that's what they told. That's what they said in the video. Hundred percent. No, answer no, the question. No, 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 no. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Are you, you assuming that, or did they say that in the video? Oh no, that's what they're saying in the video. I'm gonna. I, I know you're not. I know you're not for like propaganda or right wing media or anything like that. Just for the hell of it, I'm gonna find that video and I'm gonna send it to you because it's an interesting. It, it honestly is. It's an interesting watch because it gives you a first hand perspective of what is actually going on at the border of the hordes of men. Okay, and out of, out of that maybe eight to nine minute video I watched about it was about twenty minutes long, but I only watched about eight to nine minutes of it. You know, and before because it so, it's so monotonous. I mean, it's literally the same exact. Goes up to a group of people. Where are you going? Where are you from? Where are you going? Where are you from? It's that's that's all he's saying. You know, and um, it's it's legit men, my age, your age, younger than us. It's 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 sick. I I I saw one woman, right? One woman. He asked where she was coming from. She didn't have no kids, nothing. One woman. And she looked like a hard woman, okay? I was like, wow, this, this woman's been through some stuff. You know what I mean? In life, you could just tell just by looking at her. And she said she was from Senegal, and she was going to New York City, okay? Synagogue or whatever. Well, I didn't even know where. I didn't Senegal. Even know how to pronounce it. Synagogue, okay. But, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's very interesting, and it's, 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 it's scary to think that this, this many people are coming here every single day and they know exactly where they're going. It's coming out of their mouths, New York City. Uh, I mean, would you rather they came in and had no idea where they were going and they were just wandering around? I mean, obviously they have an agenda if they know exactly where they're going. Well, what would they be coming here for if they didn't have an agenda of where to go? What would they be coming here do you, if they do you, didn't have do you, an agenda? Do you decide to go over to Europe and say, Man, I'll just land in Europe and figure it out when I get there? Or do you plan well, where I you're going ahead I of time? I don't, just, I don't just show up unannounced illegally. And just say I know exactly where I'm going illegally in a country. I don't do that because I'm an annoy- I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a born and raised American who am proud to be from America. Okay, and I take pride in my country. You know, instead of okay, that's great. You can wave your pride- flag all you want, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they're not no, going to know where they're going when they're coming here. Instead of these, you're just putting on a rah rah speech to avoid answering the question. Oh no, well, I'll answer the question. And the question being, do you think that they would show up here not knowing where they would be going? Well, no, because they already have a premeditated agenda. That's why you're going. coming here. They know, they know where they want to go. They know, they know where, they're, where they're told to go when they get here. What's the easiest... Who's, who's telling them? Who's the, well, give me the conspiracy theory. Give me the conspiracy theory. Because oh, you're leaning no, no, into no, no, it. No. You're leaning into I it. Would, I, would say, I would say from the cartel, okay, I would say... 
from their their own their own people over there that have that have done this that that the connections that they have in the United States from from the people that they know who have came here illegally to seek asylum. Okay, that's that's what I'm. Or they, or they want to go to where they know that there are people from their country that they can have help them blend in, that can have help them, you know, get settled in in America. It's, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you something, Tim, okay? And everybody else that's listening out there, okay? Senegal, right? Haiti, uh, India, Africa. All right, I know Africa's a continent, but, uh, you know, within the Somalia, okay, we'll say Somalia instead of Africa. Listen. None of those countries border the United States, okay? They are not seeking asylum the right way, the correct way, the the way the laws in the United States are are, are told, are are telling them to seek asylum. That's not how they're... Okay, Attorney John. Tell me me about all the years you've studied immigration law. Tim, you've even looked it up and you've said it on on your program that... That there's a certain way I, I can't remember. I can't remember what the term. No, it was it was something that the Trump administration put into place. It was. It's not okay, part of the immigration it, law. It's something that the Trump administration put into place. So has that been completely washed away now? Like it seems. It, it seems like they're they're choosing not to enforce it. Right, but it's still in place. But they're not enforcing it. So now we have a corrupt government that's not enforcing the laws that are at hand with immigration. So now you almost want to look at immigration reform, right? Well, I think everybody wants to. Say, I think everybody wants to look at immigration reform. That's the right. whole problem, right? So, but what I'm trying to say is, right now at hand, we have immigration laws in effect, but we're not abiding by them because we have mass hordes of people coming into this country illegally trying to seek asylum the wrong way. That we can, we can't control it, Nolan. We can't. We, we're all being overrun, Jim. I mean, if you can't see it, if any, if anybody, if nobody can see, it, I mean. That's half the battle right there. It's people just turning the blind eye to it and just saying, oh, yeah, no, we don't have immigration. We don't have an immigration problem in this country. I don't think anybody's saying that there no. isn't a problem. Oh, I can tell you right now, Kamala Harris don't think, don't think there's, a, there's, a, there's a problem. And right. she's I a think, Florida czar. I think, everybody, Florida czar. I think everybody would like to see some changes made in, in the policies and would like to see some changes made in the, in the laws and the process. Yeah. I mean, of course. But it's like, come on. Open your eyes, people. Not not people, but open your eyes, uh, Mr. President, Ms. Vice President, okay? Open your eyes. We have a problem. But yet we're worried about climate change and how many cows fought, okay, and, you know, and the gas emitting out of the cows. All this crap, okay, about the climate. That's what we're worried Again, I, I, will, I remind you, as I always do, you can be concerned yeah. with more than one thing at one time. I know, but unfortunately, Biden, he, he can't even process one thing at a time. That's the problem that we're having. All right. You know what I mean? Well, now, now we're now we're just gonna that's fine. Get into all no, that. No, no, again, no, no, so. no, no. I, I think, I think, I think, Tim. Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll shoot you that video, and when you get some spare time, watch it. All right. I'm, I'm curious to get your take on it. I really am. All right. All you, right. Have a, you have a good one. All right, too. And uh, gonna take a break. We'll take more of your calls. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app and use the open line voicemail option on the WBSM app as well. Uh, but uh, we, you know, we were talking earlier about the New Bedford election and about how this is going to be an important decision for you to make on Tuesday, November 7th or earlier if you're going to vote earlier. 
But uh, we want to remind you that the election is coming up on Tuesday, November 7th. City residents will hit the polls and vote for who they want to see as mayor of New Bedford for the next four years. Will they give current Mayor John Mitchell a sixth term in office? Or will Richard Tyson Moultrie get the nod? The city councilor-at-large race is the most interesting it's been in years. All five incumbents are running for re-election, but there are a few of the five challengers nipping at their heels. Ward 1 voters will once again decide between incumbent William Brad Markey and challenger Leo Chiquette, and the soon-to-be-open Ward 5 seat has come down to longtime councilor Joe Lopes against Zach Boyer. There are also uncontested races in the rest of the city's six wards, as well as for school committee and assessor, and a reminder that even though the incumbents may not have a challenger, your voice and your vote are still just as important. So make a plan ahead of time on how you will vote. Will you be early voting? Will you do mail-in voting? Or will you head to the polls on Election Day? No matter how you do it, go vote. This campaign to increase voter awareness is brought to you by WBSM and sponsored by Lang X Ferris and Bullard, the New Bedford Housing Authority, the DeMello International Center, and Luzo Auto Center. So we will be talking about the election and certainly as we get closer to it, you'll hear even more about it here. But we're going to have a lot of discussion about it because we want you to know all of the important things that you need to know. We want you to know all of the important dates, all of the important information and to be prepared to vote. And so I'm just going to give you a couple of quick dates here. We have your last day and hour to apply for a mail-in or absentee election ballot will be tomorrow at 5 p.m. So tomorrow at 5 p.m. is your last day and hour to apply for a mail-in or absentee election ballot. If you are going to do early voting at Tabor Mills, that'll be on November 1st. If you're going to do early voting at the Hazelwood Senior Center, that'll be November 2nd. November 6th is the last day and hour to at noon is the last day and hour to apply for in-person absentee election ballot. And then, of course, the election is on November 7th. Polls will be open that day from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. So you have a, a long day of being able to get out there and vote. But even if you can't, you've got the option for early voting. You've got the option for mail-in voting to make sure that your voice is heard. And I think... If you listen to this station, you are certainly well-versed enough to be able to go into the, into the polls and make a informed decision, make an informed decision, when you go in there to cast your ballot. But now talk to the people that are in your life. You know, we know that you are all civic-minded people, but talk to the people in your life and tell them to go vote and answer the questions that they may have and help them find the information that they need. So that they can also make an informed decision. It's one thing to just go into the ballot box, uh, you know, go into the, the um, voting booth and circle the, circle the, fill in the ovals on the ballot and then say, I did what I had to do. But it's another thing to actually know and know what it is that you're voting for. And that does take a little bit of work, but we try to make it as easy as we can for you with all this information. And you know what? Don't just come to us for the information. Go to New Bedford Light. Read their articles and their, their candidate profile pieces. Go to southcoasttoday.com. Read their candidate profiles. Get as much of the information as you can. Go to the Facebook pages and the websites of the candidates. Go and see what they're saying when they're out 
on the campaign trail, when they're out there talking at local community meetings, when they've gone to these candidate nights and talked at those, there's one tonight at Keith that's going to be focusing on Ward 1. So there's, there's enough of... There's enough information out there to make sure that when you go out to make your vote, you can make an informed vote. 508-996-0500. Caller, hang on. We'll get to you right after the news. I don't want to have to shortchange you, but we are going into the newsroom in just a moment with Ariel. And on the other side of it, we can talk more with you. And a little bit later on, we'll be joined by Jack Spillane in the 8 o'clock hour to turn on the light. We'll talk more about the upcoming election. We'll talk more about some of the issues going on in the city. And yes, despite Blue Goog's protestations we will talk more about the star store as well uh protestations is that a word protesting i don't know i make up a lot of words here but uh let me give a let me give it over to ariel who won't be making up any words uh with the news Vice President Kamala Harris says the U.S. has absolutely no intention of sending troops to Israel or Gaza. In an interview with 60 Minutes that aired Sunday night, Harris reiterated the stance of the Biden administration that Israel has the right to defend itself, but Palestinians deserve equal measures of safety and security. The United Auto Workers and Stellantis have reached a tentative contract deal, leaving just General Motors as the target of the weeks-long strike. The UAW says the deal with Stellantis is very similar to what Ford agreed agreed to with a 25% pay raise over four years. UAW President Sean Fain says the 43,000 union members working for Stellantis still need to ratify the deal. Donald Trump and three of his children will soon testify in his New York civil fraud trial. Donald Trump Jr. is expected to testify this Wednesday, followed by Eric and Ivanka Trump. The former president is scheduled to testify on November 6th. Donald Trump is being sued for allegedly inflating his assets and financial statements. He has denied all wrongdoing. The federal civil rights trial of a Louisville, Kentucky Metro police detective involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor begins today. Brett Hankinson was the only officer to face state charges in connection with her 2020 death, an incident that drew international attention. He was indicted last year along with three other officers accused of using excessive force when he fired his service weapon into Taylor's apartment. Hundreds of angry protesters stormed a landing field in Russia as a plane from Israel arrived Sunday. It happened in the predominantly Muslim region of Dagestan, where the crowds, some waving Palestinian flags, shouted anti-Semitic slogans and tried to get to the plane. Open enrollment for health care insurance under the Affordable Care Act starts this week. Those new to the program and those renewing plans can sign up beginning Wednesday, November 1st. A record 16.3 million people signed up through the health insurance marketplace last year. You can browse plan options and prices at healthcare.gov. Open enrollment ends December 15th. And more in sports, the Celtics are seeking their third straight win to start the season. Boston hits the road for the first time when it visits the Washington Wizards tonight at Capital One Arena. The Celtics are coming off of a big victory over the team that eliminated them in last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Boston topped the Miami Heat 119-111 to in their home opener at TD Garden.
The Patriots have dropped four of their last five games after falling to the Miami Dolphins 31-17 at Hard Rock Stadium. Mac Jones completed 19 of his 29 pass attempts for 161 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Kendrick Bourne and Juju Smith-Schuster each found the end zone for the Pats. Kyle Duggar had an impressive performance after recording a tackle for loss, a sack, and an interception. New England is now last in the AFC East and will host the Washington Commanders this week at Gillette Stadium. And the Bruins are hoping for a little revenge after losing a 3-1 series lead and being eliminated by them in the first round of last year's Stanley Cup playoffs. Boston is hosting the Florida Panthers tonight at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Cool, damp, and raw. That's what it looks like for this morning as well as we head into this afternoon. Temperatures going from the 40s to the 50s this afternoon. And between about 5 and 8 p.m. this evening, you will see showers that begin to taper off. Skies will clear overnight with a dry and cold temperatures. The coldest air we've seen this season for Halloween. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci Del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. You are listening to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, my friend. How's it going? A couple of things. Um, that uh, debate tonight, um, you know the time on that by chance? Uh, let me see if I have it here. Give me one second. Because I knew about it, but I never focused on it. Time for some Uh, I don't have the time here in front of me, but I'll get it for you. Okay. Um, my thoughts and prayers go out to all those people up in Central Maine. Um, on my father's side, my father is 22 years older than my mom, but that's he grew up in Maine. Rockland, Stonington, Maine, family of nine. Um, and his his mother, she had a family of like seven, the Thompson. So um, I got like some second and third cousin because of the age difference thing. Um, I've only got like two my age, but, um, I have a friend here in New Bedford and she's down here and a whole family was up there. And I mean, I was telling somebody Thursday night and unfortunately for the, what the situation was. And I said, either this guy's going to take himself out or some real badass who's trained to the level of what that guy was. That's the only way this is going to get ugly. So nobody else gets hurt. And, uh, so last night, I guess that vigil up there, the community vigil, um, was definitely needed, and there'll be a lot more, the funerals and all that. But 
Boy, I, like I posted late Wednesday night when I got home, I heard about it while I was out and about. You know, you appreciate the people around you more. Give them an extra hug. Spend that extra few minutes listening to them. Um, life, life's just too crazy. And yeah. uh, back to sports. So in the beginning of the season, Vegas dropped um, New England to seven and a half over under because of the quality within their division as things were going. Well, I overestimated because I said under and I was thinking six, maybe seven with Baltimore. I mean, with the Colts over there in Germany being the factor. Well, I overstated it. Now I'm thinking four or five. And you were on that beat for a long time. so. Well, and I did get the answer for you. Um, I I looked it up myself, yep. but then uh, also I want to thank uh, Counselor Oliver for texting in. It is uh, 6 to 7.30 tonight at, uh, at Keefe. I'm sorry, Normandon. Okay. Normandon, my bad. At Normandon, good. Yes. Okay, that actually works out good because I have something I have to do up in that region of the city anyway. They, uh, they, you they made sure they planned it just for you, Phil. Oh, they- something like that. <laughs> hey, I, I'm people. So many people, and I'm saying this. I'm not to my own heart. So many people, because I know all the years I was involved, different things I did in the community, have tried to get me back into politics. Nah, I don't want to run. I can. I can still work with. Anyone who's in the office, if they're open-minded, help get things accomplished for our community. Um, Monday nights, the first Monday of every month, the North End uh, Neighborhood Association, which used to be the Bullard Street, I actually one of the starting members of Bullard Street. So um, it's a lot to do in our community, show involvement. As far as voting, absolutely. You can even show up and do a blank, which will show your disapproval of, let's say, it's a ward councilor. Leave a blank. Yeah. There's just, always a space you can put somebody's name as long as they're a legitimate registered voter and you know their address. You put and, their name and their address. And just to make sure that they know how to spell it, it's M-A-C-D. No, I'm just kidding, Phil. D-O-N-A-L-D. <laughs> I'm not going to make you make you a write-in candidate, no. Zero, 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 Ashley Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. Keep up the good work. Likewise. You have a great day. And uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500, if, uh, if you want to call in and chime in. And, uh, of course, you can also send app chats and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Make sure you have the WBSM app downloaded if you don't already, because coming up we're going to be giving away some concert tickets. We're going to have concert tickets to give away in the next week or so right here on the program. And... Can I tell you? Can I tell you now? Who? Because uh, I've been sitting on this. I've been actually teasing it. All right, I'm going to tell you. We're going to be giving away tickets. Not yet, so don't call in. But we're going to be giving away tickets to the Force Tour 23, featuring LL Cool J, with support from The Roots, DJ Z Trip, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Queen Latifah, Dougie Fresh, and Slick Rick. It's Sunday, November 19th at TD Garden, but we're going to be giving away tickets to see the Force Tour 23 headlined by the legend himself, LL Cool J. I was kind of teasing that for the last couple of weeks, saying, you know, ladies love this guy. He's really cool because that's what the LL stands for, right? LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool James. That's where, that's where the name came from. But yes, very excited to be giving away LL Cool J tickets and, and the Force Tour. I think you will... Uh, You'll have a great time at that show. So if you want to enter to win, just make sure you download the WBSM app now so that you have it ready to go when the time comes for us to have you enter to win those tickets. 
All right, I'm going to take a break, 508-996-0500. It looks like the rain is still coming down, so if you're heading out for the morning, you know, make sure you bring your umbrella, bring a rain jacket, wear your rain boots. Uh, and it looks like, too, it's, uh, it, it's, it's fall weather again. I know, I know it didn't feel like it. I was driving around uh, Saturday with the windows down, and it was a very strange feeling because you've got the, the leaves on the ground and the, the leaves changing color on the tree and you have some of that fall, you know, that, that um, kind of that smell of the leaves being on the ground and all of that. But also you had 80 degree heat behind it, kind of baking that in. And I was like, this just feels weird. <laughs> it's just like, I'm not used to smelling that smell, but then also sweating unless I'm out there, you know, raking the leaves. But uh, it's it's more like regular fall weather today. And as you heard Ceci Del Carmen say, it's going to be a cold night tomorrow night for trick-or-treating. So kids, mom and dad might make you wear the jacket under the costume or even over the costume. And I guess, you know, you can try to argue it, but you might not win. So just keep that in mind. All right, we'll take a break and be back in just a few moments. Um. One of those 80s video cliches where the singer was holding a guitar through the video, but yet never actually plays the guitar, just stands there kind of holding it. They're like, here, hold this. But I don't play the guitar. Ah, it doesn't matter. Just hold it anyway. It'll look good in the video. 508-996-0500. Jax in New Bedford says, are you speaking anywhere tonight, Tim? I am. I am going to be in New Bedford. um, In New Bedford. I'm going to be in Plymouth at the Plymouth public library however it is full they filled all 120 seats with reservations and they have a full waiting list too so i'm pretty excited should be a good crowd and hopefully they'll laugh at some of my jokes there's uh, out of 120 people there's got to be a few people in there that are going to be you know polite and sympathetic and be like oh this guy's this guy's got lame jokes i'm just going to laugh to make him feel better and uh but tomorrow i will be at the martin institute at stonehill college That is open to the public. It'll be at 1130 in the morning. So if you are somebody who is looking to start your day off on Halloween with some Bridgewater Triangle ghostly discussions, you can see me at the Martin Institute at Stonehill College at 1130 tomorrow morning. And uh, then, you know, still be home in time for your trick-or-treating and decorating your yard if if you're like me and you wait until Halloween to do it and all the other Halloween fun that you can have. So there's a couple of uh, interesting horror movies 
that I might check out tomorrow night, and I'll probably watch Poltergeist. That's kind of become... Well, so I used to watch Halloween every year, and I meant to get the 4K edition of the original Halloween and forgot, so I think I'll just watch Poltergeist again. I just I watch it a couple times a year, but I haven't watched it since last November when I first got it in 4K, so maybe I'll do that. You can let me know what horror movie you're going to be watching, too. Send me an app chat message. Send me some suggestions because uh, I'd like to watch something that's actually good, not something that'll be disappointing. Uh, some other app chat messages that we got here. DL in Dartmouth says, In my opinion, the people allowed to cross the border illegally will have voting privileges and will have an impact on the 2024 election. They'll be more likely to vote for the party letting them in, Democrats, than the party wanting them out, Republicans. So what, who do you think they will vote for? Makes sense that they will vote for Democrats, doesn't it? Is it the reason the Democrats are in favor of illegal border crossing? Well, as you pointed out there, DL, at the beginning, it's your opinion. And it's not a fact because they're not going to be voting in the 2024 election. They can't even work. They're not going to be voting in the election. And despite what everybody thought about the, the, you know, the bill that allows for those folks to be able to get driver's licenses that does not allow them to vote. It does not allow them to register to vote. They're not going to be voting in the 2024 election. Now, will they maybe eventually become citizens and have voting privileges and then vote for the party that they see as the ones who supported them coming in? Sure. But it's not going to be happening as soon as 2024. So uh, also... Let's see here. Hold on. Deb in Mattapoisett says, perhaps your earlier caller should look up what propaganda is and why most people do not believe it. Sigh. I'm starting to wonder how some of your callers ever graduated high school. Well, I don't want to insult the callers, but I did. Um, I got the uh, link from John and I looked it up and it is somebody named Anthony Aguero, Aguero or Aguero, uh, who... I looked up him, and there's a story. Now, granted, this comes from CNN, but a story that refers to him as a conservative YouTuber who participated in the January 6th riot and that he is a close ally of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I'm not saying this to, in a disparaging way. Well, yeah, I mean, if he was... It just says he was participated in January 6th. It doesn't say if he was charged. It doesn't say if he was one of the folks that went overboard, but he was there. But what I will say is by knowing that and knowing that he is, according to CNN, a close ally of Marjorie Taylor Greene, that would just make me think that there's an agenda behind the videos. And when I think that there's an agenda behind the videos, then I become concerned about, well, how are the videos being presented? Are they accurate? Are they being edited in a way to make it look like it presents a certain way. Are they really being filmed where he says they're being filmed? So there's a lot of questions that would come up before I even bother to look at it based on just knowing that bit of information alone. And that should go for anybody that's watching any video about anything, you know, unless it comes from a trusted news source. You know, obviously, if you're watching something that comes from PBS's Nova show and it's talking about space, you don't need to question whether or not they're telling you the right information. But the thing about YouTube and social media in general is it's made it so that anybody can become a quote-unquote journalist. And that doesn't mean that they follow journalistic ethics, like, you know, verifying the information that they're being given. So just putting a camera in somebody's face and they're telling you that they come from this place doesn't mean that they really do. 
and a real journalist verifies that information before they present it to the public. A person with an agenda just puts it up on YouTube and says, see? Uh, let's see. We also have uh, another one here. Hi, Tim. Jess was not on Saturday. Yeah, she, she asked for the day off. Uh, she'll be back this Saturday. Also, when Lamone is on, it is very difficult to understand him. Even spooky Saturday night, very difficult to understand most of what he's saying. Yeah, I know. That's what I've been dealing with for a long time. But eventually, uh, you learn to speak Lamone, and you can kind of decipher what he's saying. All right, I got to take one final break in the hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. We'll have room for you at 508-996-0500. And then coming up in the next hour, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You were mentioning uh, trusted news sources. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess uh, today, you know, unlike maybe the 60s or even the 70s that looking at what a tr you know what is a trusted news source so you've got somebody like the New York Times who's supposed to be you know uh, the gray lady and yet you know they post uh, a headline that um, uh, Israel bombs a hospital and kills 500 people and then after three days they find out that the source was Hamas <laughs> Hamas PR and that that was completely wrong. And uh, it took them an entire seven days to recount what they put on a headline, which actually caused a lot of people to go into the streets and, and protest and, and cause uh, mayhem. So I think the thing is, is that we're all learning that, um, that you know, there are, you can, you know, people can self-verify now where that, that wasn't the case in the past because, you know, what you don't really need a reporter to verify when you can look at multiple sources and those people that are reporting. Like a good example is somebody when Joe Rogan, CNN went after Joe Rogan for um, using drugs for to help him with uh, COVID. And he had a number of sources that came on and said, no, these drugs were fine. And yet the government and CNN were, were saying that he was taking horse, um, you know, dewormer pills or whatever. Um, trying to trying to sway the conversation, and yet you know the people that he brought on, you know, brought their own sources and and said, well, look, here's the facts, here's, a, and so I think people can, you know, can actually do their own, um, you know, media is wide but open. But you're, you're, you're also assuming that the people that he brought on were correct, and that yeah, but that... they brought the, but they brought their own data also to show, look, here's the tests that have been going on this. Uh, you know, ivermectin has been used in South America for years and is safe. And where CNN was reporting it was a horse dewormer. Well, yeah, technically you can use it for horse deworming too, but that wasn't what Joe, Joe Rogan was using, the human version of it. Um, anyway, I'm just trying to say, I'm not trying to create an argument. I'm just trying to say that media is changing and people can um, self-validate uh, because that's what a lot of um what you're finding online is helping people do is to help self-validate information versus trusting. Uh, but it's, al it's also media. it's also confirming biases and giving them the the it's giving them the proof that they want to find instead of the proof that actually proves you know what might be the other side of it.